Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ladies and gentlemen. Nope. nope. Fuck you. Back off. Oh, yeah, you're right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a little sister, little episode. I'm your host, Tanner Greenring. And I am your sub-host, associate host, Jack Shepard. And we are here to discuss the seminal literary series mm-hmm. by Anne Matthews Martin yep. called Babysitter's Club, colon, Little Sister. May I briefly interject? Yes, and but not to criticize. Not to criticize, but to state for new listeners. Also, welcome to the Babysitter's Club Club, a podcast in which you, Tanner Greenring, and I, Jack Shepard, but that's not what this is, talk about the Babysitter's Club books with the caveat that we're doing a special episode today. A mini episode. A mini-sode. A little episode. A little sister episode yep expect this one to be a little shorter it's gonna the be the segments shorter. to be a little different and we're here to talk about the shorter books bigger print too man i got through this fucking fast yeah it took me one 35 minute subway yeah. ride home to read the entire I just thing powered through this and anna martin does you some favors she put some pictures in there too yep you know what i didn't like what karen brewer yeah the titular oh sorry we're reading little sister number one Karen's Witch. Yeah, you're the host. I'm just the sub-host. I'm just the associate host here. In this, to carry a metaphor from this book, you're the Karen Brewer. Yep. And I'm a Henny. I'm Karen's best friend, Henny, who just does whatever Karen wants her to do. Like, if Karen wants to go fucking witch hunting in Stony Brook, you know who comes along? Henny. Henny's like, "Uh, are you sure this is a good idea? Are you sure you're introducing this right, Tanner? Yes, it's a great idea. Okay. We read... Yep. Little Sister, number one, mm-hmm. Karen's Witch. Yep, we sure did. And it bothered me, speaking of the pictures in this okay. book, it mm-hmm. bothered me that the titular Karen was blonde. I've never thought of Karen Brewer as blonde. No, she's definitely not blonde. No, and but she's pictured as blonde throughout this book. Oh, it feels really weird not leading a charge on that. When we read the full-size Babysitter Club books, Mm-hmm. Which we do often, with Which surprising regularity. We do at least once a week. Yep. You offer what you say mm-hmm. is a one-sentence synopsis of those 140-page books. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, and yep. when I say often, I mean every time, Yep. your one sentence is five to ten sentences. One sentence with a lot of semicolons. This is an 85-page book. Mm-hmm. What I need you to do okay. is summarize the plot of Babysitter's Club colon little sister number one karen's witch in precisely one sentence okay very well in one single sentence with no carry-ons and no semicolons and no tricks or hijinks jack baby nation 
It's still Baby Nation, right? Yeah, it's Baby Nation. It's yeah, Baby it's Nation. Baby Nation. This is the, it's all going it's just in one from the feed. baby's point of view instead of the babysitter's point of view. It's still the Baby Nation. It's all one nation. It's all one nation of babies. Yeah. When weird old Mrs. Porter upsets the next door neighbors, they start a witch hunt to get her run out of town. Okay, that's it. But that's your one no, sentence. No. Comma. Comma. Oh my comma. god, you can't even do it, comma. man. That's a comma. Wow. You I just def- can't do it, huh? That is You're a just comma. I defy you. Read it back to yourself and tell me this is not a comma. When weird old Mrs. Porter upsets the next door neighbors, they start a witch hunt to get her run out of town. But the one thing they never tell you about hunting for witches is just how terrifying it is when you find one. Karen's witch. The only reason I'm going to let you get away with that is because it was good. Thank you. <laughs> I tried to do it like a like like what's on the movie poster. Yeah. All right. Well, now turnabout is fair play, my man. I'm going to throw 30 seconds. And it, Baby Nation, if you have been listening to these episodes, you will know that Tanner is a talented man. He has many great qualities. And I am the first to admit that. One thing he's not great at is getting the plot of a fucking novel that he just read into 60 seconds. We're about to cut that by half. Here's something else you don't know, what? Baby Nation, about the Little Sister series mm-hmm. of and podcasts that we record. Mm-hmm. We do it after Oh yeah, we've recorded a Babysitter's Club episode. Yeah, we should reveal so that. So we are in our cups. Yeah. So Baby Nation... If nothing else, this is a podcast that is about truth, that's about honesty, that's about open hearts and open minds. And I am opening my heart to you right now when I tell you that we just recorded a full Babysitter's Club club episode. And keep in mind, when we say a full episode, we record for an hour and a half. Yeah. And we cut it down in 45 minutes. Yeah. And And we have a few adult beverages in that time. Yeah. Just to keep things loose. Mm-hmm. Keep those tearful moments flowing. You think I cry naturally? You think yeah. I cry on command? No, I need about five or six beers to make that happen. Yep. Just to let the demons out. So, first of all, Baby Nation, for those of you who are not familiar, Anne Matthews Martin, who created the Sitter Cycle, which we know as the books about Marianne and Christy and Dawn and Jesse and Mallory and, I guess, Stacy. Also has a spin-off series about Karen Brewer, Christie's younger sister, that is called the Little Sister series. And that's what we're talking about now, Little Sister number one, which chronologically comes a little bit behind where we're at in the Babysitter's Club club, like bad luck right mystery. in the lead up to Marianne's Bad Luck Mystery. Yeah. Uh, it's around the time of Halloween. So we're actually, we're pretty close to chronologically correct. Jack, give me 30 seconds. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put 30 seconds on this clock. Tanner, you're going to describe what happens. We're going to start now. No surprise, there's a witch living next door to Karen Brewer. Her name is Morbid of Destiny. Karen's about to get to the bottom of this fucking witch and all her witchy ways and her witch conventions that she holds. It's finally coming to a head. She enlists Hannah Papado- Hanny Papadakis, and they steal some herbs from some neighbor's gardens to destroy the witch... Seconds. And they invade the witches' meeting, and they say, Back ye, witches. I banish ye. And it turns out they're not witches. It's just a gardening club, and she gets in trouble. That's 30 seconds. I think that there is some reason to believe that it is not entirely clear whether or not these women next door at the witch meeting are witches. I would like to do, as I do in the Babysitter's Club Club, 
pile up for you a little bit of a wall of evidence. Uh-huh. And I'm going to begin, if I may, with Midnight. The cat. Midnight the cat. Yep. Midnight shows up. They hear a noise at the door. Karen opens the door, and it's Midnight the cat. She wants to play with Boo-Boo. She Karen's wants to well, Boo-Boo. That's what Christy says. Right. Babysitter that's what the rational Christy. skeptic says. Yeah. Here's a reason why I think that might not be the case. Yep. First of all, so what Karen Brewer surmises is that Midnight is either Morbid or Destiny's familiar, there to spy on them and cast a spell on them, or it's Morbid of Destiny herself who has taken the guise of a cat. That's what Karen suspects is the case. Right, but it's just Midnight there to play with Boo Boo. That's what you think. That's what the skeptic says. That's what says. the skeptics. That's what Christy says. That's what you say. Right. Did you happen to catch what Midnight says when she shows up at the door? Uh, I don't have it specifically um, captured, but I imagine it was something along the lines of meow. No. Per owl. Per owl. P U R R. Probably an onomatopoeia. O W. I looked up per owl. Sanskrit. No. Per owl. Uh, Aramaic. There's only one hit for the word per owl uh-huh. on Google. Google Play Books version of Little Sister <laughs> Number yeah. One. Yeah. Christie's Witch. No. It shows up in a book called The Posthumous Works of the Late Reverend John Newton. Okay. Who was a sailor and missionary uh-huh. who lived from 1725 to 1807. And he is talking about this is this is some real shit. Uh-huh. He is he is talking about the Sherbro people of Sierra Leone. Yep. Who have an order of powerful druids called the Pur Al. Okay. Their mysterious rituals are unknown, but they control the entire island with their magic. You're making all that up. Nope. That's what I found when I looked up, because I do my fucking homework when I looked up the word per owl. Morbid of Destiny shows up, her cat shows up on Christy Brewer's step. Okay, you said you had a wall of evidence. That's one piece of evidence, and it's shaky at best. (laughs) Let's go. I want to talk about the meeting. So... Karen Brewer is spying on Morbid of Destiny or Mrs. Porter. It's unclear whether she's a witch or not. I'll right. grant you that there's some room for skepticism. Watson Brewer said it's against the rules for her to spy. Yeah. But she spies, a, right? Yep. She does she it anyway. She spies. She does it anyway. And what she sees is Morbid of Destiny talking to her cat, just talking to Midnight. Yeah. And she's like, I got a meeting. I got an important meeting at midnight. The meeting's at 12 o'clock. She's yeah. like talking and she's, to the And cat. she's cackling quietly to herself. <laughs> There's a meeting. meeting. We gotta have a meeting. Twelve o'clock. Karen midnight. Brewer is like, oh well, it's a fucking witch. Obviously, it's a witch's meeting. Right. Right. She tries to stay up till midnight to see if the the meeting happens, right. and she can't stay up. Like her her alarm clock doesn't go off. Right. Karen says what must be happening is that a spell has been put on this alarm clock. Yes. Skeptics like you might say she didn't know how to set it. She's a child. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they might say. Yeah. She sets the alarm. It doesn't work. Possibly because of magic, possibly because she can't stay up till midnight. She's yeah. never stayed up till midnight. Yeah. Next morning, she's like, ah, fuck, I fucked it up. Hanny's over, and she sees people showing up right. at the door. Old people. Old people. And she's like, you know what that looks like? That looks like a fucking witch convention. And then Christy is like, oh, well, there are dudes, so it might be a warlock convention as well. Yeah, wait, way to stir the fucking pot, yeah, Christy. Christy. And you know what's weird is reading these books from the point of view of Karen Brewer, where like Christy is just this like old, wise... 
right like, like mentor. shit stir too just, yeah stirs she's constantly shit. like validating this disturbed individual yeah karen brewer yeah well so <laughs> karen is like oh i fucked it up the meeting was gonna be at 12 o'clock i assumed it was gonna be midnight when she was saying midnight she was just saying the cat's name right 12 o'clock Noon is when the meeting's happening. Right. Here's what I found real weird, and we can just talk about this. She walks in to the house. When like the meeting a, is happening. Like a badass. Whether or not it's the case that these are witches, yeah. she believes with her whole heart that these are witches, and she wants to save Stony Brook. Her and Hanny go and gather herbs, protective herbs, to combat the witches. Yeah. She knocks on the door, and Morbid of Destiny answers. Yeah. And Karen says, we'd like to come in, please. Yeah. And Morbid of Destiny says... Well, why? Yeah. And Karen grips the herbs in her hands and holds it up to Morbid Destiny and says, we would like to come into this. Baby Nation, think about that for a second. Imagine some fucking seven-year-old. Like, you're having what later is quote-unquote revealed to be a gardening club. Yep. So put yourself... Do you want to... Does this feel like a role play to you? Yeah. Hell yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) My wife's going to come in any second. We're going to be sitting here role-playing. Role-playing a very old lady and a very young girl. All right. I am Morbid Destiny. Okay. No. I am Mrs. Porter. Yeah. Friendly, Old elderly woman yeah. who is hosting mm-hmm. the bi-weekly gardening party mm-hmm. with her friends. Okay. I'm Karen You Brewer. are Karen Brewer. Okay. Who is combating the evil that has overtaken Stony Brook, Connecticut. Great. With a fistful of protective herbs. Yeah. You will march into the lion's okay. den. Okay. You ready? Knock, knock, knock. Uh, creak. That's fully work. Uh, hello, young Karen. I am here. I am thy neighbor. Yes. Karen Brewer, seven-year-old. Hello. Can S- I help you? See these herbs? Oh. It's a tincture of rosemary. Oh, so you know what we're doing in here. Yes, I certainly do. And you're interested in these herbs? <laughs> I cast thee out. Warlocks and witches all, this night will be the last night that you plague the town of Stony Brook. Everyone, Karen Brewer and her little friend Hani are here. They found some herbs. They'd like to discuss them with the group. Scene. Scene. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm, what would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to... Do a whole bunch, like, just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is, like, getting people wet who don't want to be wet. So it's, like, stepping in a puddle or, like, sitting on a bench that's wet. That's us. Like, that's what we do. Share this with a friend, one like, one prayer. I will follow through on the like prayer stuff, too. I will be praying all night 
I would use today's sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Um, of course, I can't. I am evil tanner. I can only use the deep web. We do have a deep web version of BetterHelp.com. Um, it's called WorseHelp.com. It's not good, but I think BetterHelp.com is great from everything I've heard. Convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Even though that is exactly what happened in this novel. Yeah. We didn't really role play as much as really. We just like recreated. It felt weird. It felt a little weird. Not going to lie. We recreated what happened in this novel. But the point that I wanted to make is that that's a fucking weird way for adults to act when that happens. Karen comes in. She calls them all witches and warlocks. He calls them out. She's holding like a sprig of rosemary aloft and like casting them out. Jack. Penny starts losing her mind. She's crying. She's like freaking out. Jack. What do they do? They laugh. Jack. What? Karen Brewer is psychotic. <laughs> She's a crazy person. She's got like either some very early onset dementia. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. At one point earlier in the novel, she manifests this hallucination where she can't get to sleep. She's too worried about morbid destiny. She's looking out the window. And she sees Morbid of Destiny cackling erupt from her attic window on a down. broomstick and fly off into the night to plan a witch's meetup. I wrote that down. And then a wooden stick poked through the window. No, it wasn't a stick. It was a broom handle. The next thing I saw was Morbid of Destiny. She was riding on the broom. Midnight was sitting in front of her. He looked right over at me and blinked his yellow eyes. Then she whizzed off into the dark night. That is a direct... Quote from this book. Yep, and then she screams, and then Chrissy runs in and we says... We have read... How many of these books have we read? One. How many Babysitter's Club books have we read? 20. 20. When a babysitter describes something from their point of view... Yep. Is it ever a fucking total fantasy? Not until now, Jack, but you know what? These witches and these warlocks, as you say... Yeah. Don't see a precocious young girl... They see a highly disturbed individual, and they're all laughing nervously because it's like, "Oh, what do we, what do we do in this situation? Can someone go get her parents?" It's the, it's the touched girl from next door. Jack, we've got a couple segments on the Babysitters yeah. Club that we like to do. Okay, this is a mini episode. Okay, I want to do mini versions. Okay, 
Great. Jack Shepard. Yes. Did you have a little sniffle this week? <laughs> a little sniffle? A little sniffle. For anyone who's new to this podcast. Yes. In the Babysitter's Club Club podcast. Right. We have a segment called Tearful Moment. Right. We talk about something that made us cry. Right. In this mini episode. Yes. What we're going to do is something. Mini tearful moment. Not that made us cry, but that maybe made us sniffle a little bit. Just a little sniffle. Just a little sniffle. Jack Shepard. Did you have a little sniffle this week? I had a little sniffle this week. Yep. Here's what I got. And it's kind of a role reversal of what we've been talking about. And it's in many ways, Baby Nation, this whole episode has been a role reversal. I feel like I am the scully and you are the molder. Wow, that is of the not how a lot of people would categorize that relationship. Babysitter's Club Club. Uh-huh. You're the one who, you just want to fucking believe. You want to believe in the dolls. You want to believe in the bees. You want to believe in the yeah, witches. Kind of you like want to believe in the ghosts. swaggering playboy, like yeah. cool guy. You're sort of like a <laughs> yeah. brainy, nerdy know-it-all. I'm a, I'm a beautiful FBI agent named yep. Dana Scully. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I couldn't, that's, I'm, I I tried to do a metaphor, and then I just said <laughs> yeah. that I am Dana Scully. You just said the thing you think. So we're having a little bit of a role reversal, it's, and it happens in X-Files, too, Baby Nation. Sometimes Scully acts like a Mulder, and Mulder acts like a Scully. That's what's happening this week. I'm going to switch back a little bit, because my little sniffle this week was, what if Karen is wrong, and Mrs. Porter, her next-door neighbor, is not a witch. Uh-huh. Let's entertain that possibility for a moment. Yeah. Looking at the book from that lens, what's happening is that Karen just walks over to her like old lonely neighbor's house and calls her an old witch and calls all her friends old warlocks and they're like This That's horrible. Like that's you so sad. For, you feel bad for old Mrs. Porter. I don't feel bad for old Mrs. Porter because I do not believe that she's not a witch. I believe Karen Brewer. Yeah. I believe that Morbid of Destiny is a witch, and my biggest piece of evidence is that Karen Brewer and Hanny yeah. are sitting in their living room accusing them all of being witches and warlocks, which I will grant you is weird. Yeah. They start crying. Yep. They both start crying, yep. and everyone just laughs. Yeah, no one denies it. You know who would laugh and not deny it? Witches and warlocks. Right. But my little sniffle this week was... What if Karen is wrong and Mrs. Porter is just an old lady who lives next door and probably doesn't love be like Karen addresses it too. Yeah. When later she's trying to excuse herself from this hate crime that she's committed, she tells her brothers, Oh, LOL. I didn't actually think they were witches. I was just trying to like make a lonely old lady laugh. Right. This is her excuse for being over there. Ugh. My little sniffle, little sniffle. Mm-hmm. Jack comes earlier in the book. Mm hmm. Andrew and David Michael and I went upstairs. We went to our bedrooms and changed into our pajamas. Then we met in the bathroom. We always brush our teeth together. This was my idea. We watched the foam until we heard Christy's footsteps on the stairs. Then I turned on the water. I rinsed the foam away. Nobody, not even Christy, knows how we brush our teeth. It's wow. a little ritual. As brothers and sisters who only see one another every other weekend and one week in the summer. That gotcha? Children of divorce. Yeah. This is their little ritual that they have together. It's beautiful. It's a little sniffle. No one knows about it except those three. It's nothing that it's nothing to cry over. David Michael, Andrew, yeah. And and Karen Brewer. They have a little toothbrushing ritual. Yep. That's that my little sniffle. Little sniffle. TM. Yep. 
Um, that's good. What I like about that is that Christy doesn't know about it, and we, as readers of the Babysitter's Club books, right. kind of don't know about it either. It's kind of voyeuristic that we're looking at it. Yeah. These books are weird because it's not like it's not the same frame as the Babysitter's Club book. We're no. not reading the club notebook. No. We're just tapped into the matrix that is Karen Brewer's mind. Yeah. Um, Jack Shepard. Yep. One more segment and then we're going to pull the ripcord on this bad boy. We got a baby nation. This is hard for me because first of all, normally I'm leading a charge. Second of all, we got to do this quick because it's going to be a quick episode. We just got to get through. We got to get through this book. Jack. Yep. Shepard. Did I. Do you have have a first degree burn? Wait, is first degree burn worse than third degree burn? No. Third degree burn's bad. The worst one. First degree burn is like a bad sunburn. It's hard because Karen, yeah, probably because of the dementia she's suffering, is not great at burns. So mine's actually a little meta. All right. I'm not going to lie. I look through this book. I look for burns. Yep. There aren't any. Everybody's fine. No. Nobody needs to call the burn unit. Yep. My burn is a burn on you. Oh, okay. Jack Shepard. Yep. A child mm-hmm. of two loving Happy. parents. Who have been married forever. Almost 50 years. And have never once considered the idea of divorce. That hasn't even crossed their little minds. Karen Brewer is a child of divorce. Okay. Here's what she says. Yeah. Here are the good things about having two families. Mm -hmm. Two birthday parties, two Christmases, and all those other twos. (laughs) That's something that Karen Brewer and I, children of divorce, (laughs) that's something we have that you don't have. Because we have two families we have two birthday parties two christmases and all those twos so a divorce in some ways is it's doubling the fun yeah it's so cool i that's love cool. it that's your burn, that burn and you're you. you're 100 sure that it's on me divorce is so jack awesome. shepherd and not on you tanner Greenring. it's on me jack shepherd child of a happy marriage and not <laughs> lol you have no idea what it's like to have two christmases <laughs> Well, I wish I could have double the fun. The way that I think about double the fun is that I've got two parents who love each other very, very much. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six parents who love each other very much. Yeah, so that you're like triple the fun. That's cool as hell, man. Yeah. Jack Shepard. That's the thank name. Thank you so much. I don't, here's, like, for being here Baby Nation, it's with me this week. Very, and, and Baby Nation, please. And I just really loved having you here in my house. I really loved having you here on my podcast. I would like. The Babysitter's Club, colon, Little Sisters. Like, can I, can I just make a point, boss? Yeah, if you feel like you need to, but I'll probably just, cut it. Great. I just wanted to say to the Baby Nation, it's really fucking weird for me to have Tanner leading the charge here. It doesn't feel right. I don't think it feels right to you. Tweet us. If it we feels do wrong, not yet tweet have... us if you don't like it. Tweet us if you wish that Jack was back in charge. If the fucking babies are running the asylum right now. Right That's now. What, what here's what's happening this week. The Little is Sister that... series is gonna hey, producers, cut his mic. Um, the Little Sister series is not gonna have a regular rollout. We're gonna roll these things out when it feels prudent or when we feel like you've earned it, baby nation. <laughs> or when we are too busy to get a regular episode out. Okay. So I can't tell you when the next Little Sister episode will go up. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that when it does go up, it will be called the Babysitter's Club Club colon. Little Sister. Little Sister. Number, number two, two. Karen's Roller Skates. Karen's Roller Skates. Yeah. And... 
I hate this. I hate this. So read along with us and just kind of keep it in the back of your mind because who knows when that episode will hit. Uh, we don't have a sign-off for this episode yet, but maybe by episode two or three, six months from now, we might. Two things. Yep. One, do you or do you not agree that having a standing witch meeting every night Cut his mic. is too often Cut his mic. to have a standing witch meeting? It's too often. Don't pull your mic out. Ladies and gentlemen, Tanner in a fit of petulance. And here's why you want to have me as a host and not Tanner. In a fit of petulance, he pulled out his mic cord and now he is no longer recording. You can probably hear hear, me on Jack's mic. You can hear him in the background of my audio. What I want to say to you is that Claudia is wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you think that boys had just been invented. See you next week. Good night. I love you. In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a club. Now it's time for the Babysitter's Club.